Oi, you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 294. On tonight's episode, the Manlings are trying to do this with new equipment, new recorders, new everything. Took them almost 90 minutes to even figure out how to go back and start. It's a nightmare! I hope you can shut it, and I hope there's a show to listen to. Welcome to the garage, you tools. So sit back and listen for about the next two hours or so as we blunder our way through new sound equipment, new audio equipment, new video equipment, and we talk about the General's Handbook and war and Galician veterans. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's a nightmare. It's a bloody nightmare. Oh, my. Okay, so uh, I don't even know what's happening here. Mm. Um, okay, so for those of you who haven't heard and don't know what's going on, uh, literally uh, about five minutes after we finished recording episode two uh, ninety three, which yeah. is probably was released like yesterday, if you're hearing this, um, yeah. because the end of the month is zooming in. Things got crazy. Things got busy. We knew we were recording late. Mm. I finished recording, and I said, okay. I took the SD card, took the SD card out of the mixing board, went to go stick it in the computer, and all of a sudden the screen went blue, and it said, oh, having a problem, need to reboot. And I said, okay, and it goes to reboot. and says, still having a problem, still having a problem, still having a problem. Harrison comes over, looks at the code, says, dad, let me handle this. Googles it and says, guess what? Your hard drive is fried. I said, what? Hard drive's burnt out. So next morning, called somebody. Uh, company around here guy does some pretty good work he is working as we speak to save all the garage hammer files and all the family photos off my computer <laughs> that's all that's getting saved uh, I don't have a computer I actually had to go out and buy a laptop and we're recording on my laptop with my with my new headphones and my new microphone that I got like two months ago and haven't integrated into anything yet Uh we're making this up as go along, folks. Uh, we've tried. Uh, we tried to record through uh, Discord. We I couldn't. We couldn't get both of us on the same channel. We couldn't hear each other. Then we tried to do it through uh, Skype, and that was a weird video nightmare. Uh, now we're doing this other thing, uh, probably the way we should have been doing it in the beginning. Yeah, um, but individual dear, audio tracks mixed together. Dear Lord. Well, we always have individual audio tracks mixed together, but my mixing board records all the tracks and then I just have them all. Now I'm recording here. Chris is recording at home. Mm. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this sounds good. This is my new microphone and my new computer. Hopefully at least my audio track sounds good. I mean, Chris is using the same old equipment, but he is recording at his own house. So let's see what happens. Now, I'm sorry we're rambling here, but I am having a bit of a freak out because of all of this. Um, by the way, we're doing live reads of commercials today. Get with it, because we don't have any of the commercial tracks. We got none of the music. This mm. show is coming out raw. We are raw <laughs> dog in this episode. Oh, boy. So hardcore. Uh, <laughs> no idea what's happening. No idea if it's going to be any good. Bringing you the General's Handbook, and that's it. Don't know what's happening. Yeah. I do know we still have sponsors and that we're going to do live commercials for them, and that includes... Kazark Superstar, Kazark Superstar, Kazark Superstar, and Six Squared Studios, Six Squared Studios, uh, who just opened their game store as well as their online store, and of course, 
Grognard Games because yeah. there's always something happening at Ping Grognards. Yay. Yes, I don't even have the darn bell next to me. <laughs> this is a disaster already. We are starting so hot. Good. Oh. This is good. Stuff. Okay, but that also I uh, want to thank all the Patreon patrons, mm. guys. All the patrons. Honestly, these new mics that I'm getting to use and plug into my computer and I'm using the new mic and the new headphones which are gorgeous by the way. Yeah. This is because the patron were able to get it. The the <laughs> the guy I'm paying to save all the garage hammer stuff off my hard drive and get my computer fixed, that's the, the guys, that's you. That was all lost if I didn't have the if we didn't have the patron, the Patreon page going to the patrons. You guys weren't so generous, so thank you, all of you, for being the ones who keep the show going. I mean, the money's been saved up through that for rainy day fund, and it's pouring. So, Thanks, great guys. googly moogly, brilliant. Yes, great. thank you all for all of your help. Now, mm. um, I, I normally go through and I name all the. Patreon. St- I don't even have that in front of me, and I don't. I just. It's it. Like I said, it's just. It, so those of you, you know who you are. Every one of you who contribute, you know who you are. Uh, thank goodness we don't have any voicemails today because, man, I, that's one more step in this process. I just don't need. <laughs> that doesn't mean you shouldn't send us a voicemail. Oh no! Please send us a voicemail. Where would someone send a voicemail to? Oh, if you wanted to, you could call one seven five seven GH show six. That's right, that's one seven five seven GH show six. You could call. You could leave a voicemail, and once we get my my, my life back in order here, um, <laughs> we will get you. Uh, we'll put your voicemail up on the show. You can be a part of this. Not today, though. <laughs> But you could be a part of the amazing Garage Hammer experience. Oh, good gravy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay, we're talking uh, General's Handbook today. Hmm. Uh, Chris is going to be taking the lead with this because he's had more games and he's had more experience with it. And with some of the things we're going to just kind of leaf through and talk about it. We're actually going to have a toolbox today, too. Yeah. It's going to be like an exciting regular show. Mm-hmm. Um. And we're going to do that right after uh, we come back. We're going to come back after this and um, and get going with this. Dear Lord, hot start. What a what an amazing thing going on here. So, all right, folks, we will be back in just a few moments. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. Chaos Orc Superstore. 
And we are back. We're back. We're back recording audio with the separately. It's good stuff. <laughs> We're back with the toolbox. Yeah. Brought to you by Chaos Org Superstore. 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 Toolbox. Yeah. So what you been doing? What's up? Oh, I've had doing a lot of hobby. Yeah, me too. Um, so can we take a moment after that hot mess that was the introduction? And I'm trying not to freak out here. I'm really having a rough day. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just want to explain to the listeners what exactly, why this, not, what else is just happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I apologize because you're getting at least, you're getting two episodes, like two days apart right before the end of the month this is absolutely not how i wanted things to go but i literally had no way to edit or put out the show yeah. last episode i was literally editing I'm, I'm let's put it this way 293 i've got about 10 more minutes of editing and then i'm going to try to put it up on the website but i don't have the images i don't have any of that stuff like it's going to be up but not as it normally is up you'll get it it's just not going to be sweet um, like the picture, like the audio will be fine, but the stuff on the website's going to be a mess because mm-hmm. I don't have any of the access because I don't have my computer still. So I lost my computer. Um, two people in my family came down with COVID. God. So I'm isolating half the building, you yeah. know, and it's yeah. it's not too bad, but they're still got to isolate. Um, my dad, in between recording last time, the last recording, which was uh, seven days ago, Mm-hmm. My dad was in the ER, then checked into the hospital, then had his lungs drained, then checked out of the hospital, then they brought him back in because he had to get dialysis because his kidneys are doing something weird, and now he's home again. Good lord! Yeah, so it's been it's 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 a disaster. It's disaster week in the White Tech House. We are uh, it's it's bananas, and not that anybody cares, but you're like, what the hell, White Tech? Why are your sh- why is your show like a full month late? And you promised you were going to get on the ball. Yeah, I, I did. And July is always the worst, and it's it's continuing its legacy of being the worst month to record in. Um, the only thing I can say is that next month we're hoping to throw out a bonus episode to th- say thank you to everybody. Yeah. Um, but so that's that's the real life. I, I guess I started with half of the other. But now I just want you guys to know why all of this is going on. Who knows? Maybe this is going to be the best sounding episode we've ever done. I hope so. But, but so you guys know we are 100% winging this so <laughs> alright why don't you start with what you've done because I actually have a, a, a ton a okay. metric ton That's a, a nonsense ton okay I mean my gosh so I've been working mostly on 40k stuff but hey it's still hobby Ooh. I, I know I've been working on my ultramarines so I've been painting uh, well I did paint I did uh, a new unit of incursors that I got uh, and then I finished off a unit of like the Vanguard veterans. So those are the guys with the white helmets and the Ultramarines army. And I kind of spruced them up for the new edition. I kind of they get like storm ha- storm shields and thunder hammers, the whole deal. I painted three new Eradicators. I have six now, and I painted a new Chaplain. And I even gave them the edge highlighting treatment, which is cool. And then I painted some Bladeguard veterans. Uh, and then I put together and have almost base coated uh, an impulsor. 
so they can ride around in it. Nice. And then on the fantasy side, on the AOS side, I uh, kind of like sort of half painted uh, a couple of the, I have one of the really old metal beasts of Nurgles, kind of the old nasty looking guys. And I actually had two more of them that I got. So I base coated those. So I have three beasts of Nurgle now for my Maggotkin list. And then I was kind of fooling around with, um, since the Daughters of Cain episode, I was just kind of rummaging through my stuff and I found, I found a really old cauldron of blood. I'll show it to Dave right now. Look at this thing. Oh yeah, you yeah. I saw you post that on Twitter. You, yeah. It's like one of those original yeah. cauldrons of blood. Yeah, it's so about the. It. It's yeah. comparing that is like when you if you're comparing the old um, screaming bell. Yeah, to so the I found new that one. one, and then I have the uh, the, the other one, which is like got the the statue of Cain like behind it. I have that one, which is like a little bit of a bigger cauldron. And then I think I, I found one of the the keepers for it. I found her. So I think I'm going to like... <laughs> you keep turning your head away to pick up stuff while yeah. you're talking. Sorry. And it's like, and then I had yeah. this, and then I had this. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so I'm going to smush them together and make a cauldron of blood. So you're going you're gonna to take a bunch of old ones and combine them into... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? You're going to take the five lions and combine them into one super robot. Exactly. So it's going to be like a Voltron cauldron of blood. And then I dug up. Voltroning it. Yeah. And then I dug up a bunch of the old metal witch elves. (laughs) Kind of like these ones. Oh. Yeah, those girls. Oh, yeah. So those are going to be my witch elves. And And then I have some of the newer stuff so I can make Sisters of Slaughter out of those if I want so it's Very coming nice. yeah it's good it's fun then I gotta that's yeah, a so lot that's, of that's the hobby part and then I got a I got a couple games in I got a 40k game in and then I played Age of Sigmar uh, Sunday so yesterday that was good what so did you I, bring so I, br- so I brought Zinch I brought Eternal Conflagration Zinch so uh, it was, you know, mostly. It's just I was trying to see if that list still had any legs to it, because that's what I used to play. You know, back can you refresh us as to what an eternal conflagration so is? Eternal like conflagration pretend, pretend is, maybe I didn't know off the top of my head. So eternal conflagration is is a one of the the hosts in the disciples of Zeech book, where it's mostly right. flamers and shooting and all that stuff. Oh, and, Chris took an all shooty army. What yeah, a shock. yeah. So it's a shooty <laughs> army, but I had a little bit of. Bite to I took a unit of six enlightened as a bounty hunters unit to try to get you know some of the new stuff the new GHB stuff in there and it, it it's just I was playing against my friend Mike's Maggotkin and it's like I it was you could really tell the difference between the new book old book kind of thing like there's just not enough like bite into that shooting list anymore I think it's just it's because of like you know all out defense and Mystic Shield and you know and you could just and it just doesn't hit as hard as it used to. I mean, you have to put so much work into getting the flamers to do their thing. You have to buff them with the Fate Master, with the Lord of Change, with all that stuff. You have to spend like all your, you know, command points to get it to work. Plus, you have to have, you know, the right uh, artifacts with the Lord of Change to make it work. And it just it didn't it just didn't work. I mean, I shot my whole army at the Blight Lords, and I killed one. I killed one of them. 
and like oh and wounded the other guy. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then I, I did finally end up taking them down. But then, like, I tried, like, I unleashed pretty much the whole shooting aspect of the army again at the Great Unclean One, and I did, like, 13 wounds to it. He didn't die, oh, you know. Dear <laughs> and, Lord. Then I, and then, you know, I, I was kind of, like, I had to play for the double turn because I was, like, behind the eight ball. So I kind of, like, threw it all out there, you know, th- turn turn three into turn four, just kind of just banking on. I just, I just didn't get it. You know, you can't. You can't make getting the double turn part of your strategy and succeed, you know. So, but I had to, and if I wanted to have a chance in the game, and I didn't get it, and the enlightened were standing like right in front of the great unclean one, and the Lord of Change was like into the Lord of Affliction, just kind of standing there, and he got charged by ten blight kings, and then my enlightened got whacked by the great unclean one. It was just well, that's pretty much it. So yeah, Nurgle so, just took Zinch to the bank there, just oh, to forget it, about it. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't have enough like you know gas in the tank with that list to really challenge you know all those wounds and the disease markers and the and the healing and all that stuff it just wasn't there you know it it was you know it felt like an old book versus a new book and it was like ugh i i i think there's still a list to be had in disciples of zinch for the new ghb but it's not that one, you know what I mean? I mean that used to be. Yeah, yeah I mean that was. I, re- that, I mean that was really good, you know, when it first came out, and you know, it was kind of like the Zinch list to go for. But it's it's really not anymore. I think you need you need combat. You know, you have to have combat, and you have to be fast. And with Zinch, you have to capitalize on your magic ability. And I really didn't. I was going more for the shooting instead of the magic, and I never even got to. Like turn four, the game was over. I still, I didn't even have ten fate points to like summon anything yet. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh <laughs> I know. Well, they, I, yeah, that's, lo- that kind of sucks. I mean, my it? my Lord of Change miscast on turn three. You know, he rolled double ones trying to like cast a spell, and I was like, okay. You know, I was like, jeez. It was like it was like one of those things. Like uh, you know, I went for like the monstrous rampage, rolled a one with the guy. I'm like, come on! It was it was yeah. <laughs> it was like it was a calamity of of errors. But you know, uh, that's, that's just how like that's how the game goes sometimes. And well, yeah, yeah. You go back to the drawing board, and you know, you try again with something different. Keep trying, exactly. So uh, that's well, hey, at least you got a game in, man. Yeah, it was fun. If, if I, I said. I mean, how many times? Yeah, you want to go Sunday? Nah, we got stuff with family. When you go to Sunday, oh, no. And then it's like, I, even with you, I was just like, dude, I got family stuff because I didn't want to go into this long explanation of yeah. I can't leave the house, really. <laughs> I can't believe I'm living in this house with two people with it. I haven't caught it yet. I'm still popping negative every time anyone texts me. Good. That's amazing. That's so good. Yeah, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm immortal. <laughs> I'm just going to be 900 with no knees in a wheelchair. There I can't go. die. <laughs> <laughs> all right so is that is, is so did you so you we jumped we jumped from the, the from the to hobby into the gaming yeah so is that, is that all your that's, is that that's your whole pretty gig? much it yeah yeah i think so and then I, I did play a 40 game too but you know I, what else okay and you played your ultras again is I that did. What you I, were played doing? My, I played my ultramarines against a uh i guess a zinch army actually <laughs> a thousand suns army. oh jeez. and oh man i was not prepared for that game you know what i mean i just kind of like uh, yeah. I, I just used all the stuff that i had painted that i did the new stuff that i had painted so i had like 
I had like all infiltrators and incursors and I just had stuff I hadn't used yet. And it was like against a, a tournament tuned thousand suns army. I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> there you go. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was still fun, but oh, it was boy. like, okay, yeah, I need to yeah, go back to the drawing board here. Yeah. I hear you. All right, so what have I done? I don't even remember what we talked about last, but uh, you know, let's just let's I guess let's just do this. All right, so um, Harrison has been playing Blood Bowl online, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I did this last episode because we haven't done a toolbox in a while. Mm-hmm. But he's been playing Blood Bowl online, and then he's like, you know, Dad, I wouldn't mind playing some Blood Bowl because we got that table. Yeah. Now we got that the the gaming table from. Mm-hmm from uh wormwood it's got the nice in so you could literally play it and then you could put the topper over the top of the table and leave your game inside it oh you that's know? cool yeah yeah they're really nice if you look up the wormwood gaming table um like i said they did a kickstarter a couple years ago and uh i talked my wife into letting me back it for a new coffee table <laughs> and it's a gorgeous coffee table but you can just take it's got panels on the top and you take it off and it dips in into a nice gray felt gaming table that's cool so harrison's like we should get blood bowl and i was like oh well you know we have all of christopher's old stuff mm-hmm. we just need the new rule book and we even got a couple of teams like if you wanted a new team we can get a new team harrison's like let's get a new teams so i got him whatever the elf team is that you can buy the elf box and i got the undead box with the pumpkin heads and the ghosts and the mm-hmm. werewolf and stuff yeah built all that up we're priming that that's going to be just that i even told him he, we both agreed let's prime it up and play with the old contrast paints that we have and maybe a couple of new ones and because who cares we just want to get it done painted yeah. and play some blood bowl yeah so i've built I love, two I love, blood bowl teams yeah, i love blood bowl i have a couple i teams do too. too yeah i know I, I really got into it more on the computer when it started figuring out a lot of the stuff for you because mm-hmm. then it's fun to just kind of play yeah. but i'm excited to get a, you know some real games in with that too mm-hmm. um that was the that. that was actually the first Games Workshop game I ever played was Blood Bowl. Really? Yeah. So we're talking Interesting. Like, like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. First Games Workshop game I ever played was a single player solo board game called Chainsaw Warrior. Oh, I remember that guy. That they put out. And I sold it a few like before I got into playing Warhammer. Like I mm-hmm. had it. I didn't play it since I was like in sixth grade. And I wound up uh, uh, selling it to someone for like ten bucks, like garage sale type, like literal garage sale, not mm-hmm. just playing a game, you know, playing name games with the yeah. name of the show. And I just wish I had it now. I actually looked for it online on eBay, and it mm-hmm. is, it's not too cheap to get it because I remember I paid very little for that board game back in the eighties. Yeah, but now it's like, oof, that's a little more. Uh, but so, yeah, we played some. We got that going, and we're getting ready to play some Blood Bowl. Um, I painted a little bit more of my orcs. Nice. And uh, I've got my... uh, I want to finish painting up my Night Haunt, too, because I really like what the Night Haunt are doing right now. I mean, everybody says they suck, but I've never played to be good. I just play to play what I like. I think people are saying Um, the new Night Haunt are pretty strong. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you hear? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm online. Everything sucks when you're online. Like That's I said, I, you know, 
So everyone's, you know, this and that and the other is just not as good. Okay, well, you know, whatever. I just want to play with my toys. I don't mm-hmm, care. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have been fortunate enough that Games Workshop has decided that they really want me to play 30K. Yeah. And uh, they sent me the Age of Darkness box, mm-hmm. and I built that. And uh, they also were kind enough to send me um, a Rhino and two different tanks and a Dreadnought. Like, basically everything that's come out, they've kind of sent me one of them. And I'm like, this is awesome. And then I kind of lost control. I went out and bought two more boxes of TAC Marines (laughs) at Grognards. Yeah. Um, And then, and then... I did the unthinkable. And I did tell everybody that I was going to do a whole special episode on just on 30K and choosing my army. And I'm still going to talk about how we chose the army and the stuff we thought about it because it was real fun for me and Harrison to go picking through it. But then when we finally chose it, I, uh, I, I ordered from Forge World for the first oh time since oh, wow. ever ordering for Harrison. Um, and I kind of wish I hadn't because I could have used that money to fix all this computer stuff. Um, but... Uh, I got a Legion Praetor and a Cataphracti Praetor, and then I picked up uh, about 50 of these shoulder pads. Um, wow. For which, and, which uh, Legion? Well, well, I also picked up the Primark for my Legion. Yeah, boy. And uh, yesterday, no, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, uh, I was sitting outside and the UPS truck pulled up. And I was ticked because I ordered this stuff on June 6th. And everything was supposedly in stock. And then, like, for weeks, it was just saying it's like the status is like, you know, um, pending. Yeah. And I emailed them, like, we're out of stock of your your, uh, Primark. So I was like, it was in stock when I ordered it. Mm -hmm. But I waited and I waited and I waited. And then finally, Friday, I emailed him again. I'm like, it's been like six, seven weeks. I'm like, come on now. Like, can you just give me the status? It's still showing up as pending. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sitting there and UPS pulls up and hands me the box from Forge World. (laughs) Nice. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then I check and it's still pending online. And then I got an email the day after I got it saying, hey, we got your stuff. We're shipping it out. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um. But I do have, uh, I got my Horus the War Master. Oh, my gosh. To go along with my Abaddon and Loken, which I bought when those guys came out. Like, when they came out, I bought them just because I wanted them. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got the Sons of Horus. Wow. Lining them up. Going to play Sons of Horus. Okay. Did you buy the paint and all that stuff? You got all the, get your, get your green, you got your green paint all ready to go? Yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing I still need. I got I'm building it all, I'm putting it together and I'm going to get it all primed and I'm going to go simple with this, you know, but uh I am fortunate in that about an hour north, a uh, friend of the show Jason Tick, mm-hmm. um his he's got a 30k gaming group that's been going strong for a long time and he's like get your stuff together and get over here like we'll teach you we're all learning the new system but Mm -hmm. we'll get you in and get you playing it so i kind of went all in i've got a sons of horus army going and like i said i probably wouldn't have gone this far all in but 
they're like, here, here's a lot of stuff. And yeah. so then I ordered a lot more stuff. And I do have a pretty decent army. I mean, it's mostly, it's a, I mean, it's a few vehicles and a lot of TAC Marines. But mm-hmm. the cool thing with the 30K stuff is the TAC Marines actually, you just buy the upgrade weapons and then they're the specialists. Like yeah. there's nothing, you don't need a fancy different model. That's cool. Plus they're the old scale Models. I forgot how much I missed those little tiny space marines. Yeah, they're kind of, yeah, they're like firstborn they're size, not fu- primaris. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're just and that's that's what there were, and they were cool. Um, I still hate having to put two arms and a and a bolter all mm. at the same like all together and hold it all together and glue it all together so that it's all evened up. Yeah, that's still annoying to me. But I've been putting all of that stuff uh, together. And trying to get this army uh, going, so I'm I'm very excited about yeah. this actually. Yeah. So the game um, itself is kind of like it's like seventh edition, 40k, right? Is that, I, what, they, I, is that I, what it is? I think it is. I'm not certain. Um, I know it's it's definitely before this last two editions. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, the people who are already playing it while I'm putting stuff together, I'm, I'm hearing back from them that it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm just excited because I like 40K. I just lost my love of 40K in these last couple of editions as it got crazier and crazier and yeah. all, the, all the things. I can't keep track of it. Right. I can't wrap my head around that, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot. I mean, the rules bloat is real. Yeah, and so I'm like, I like this one. This one works for me. This makes me happy, so I'll take this. Nice. So that's what I've been doing. Lots and lots and lots of building of all this beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous um, 40K or 30K stuff. 30K, yeah. Yeah, and and, but I said I got – I did a little of everything finally. I did a lot Mm -hmm. of building. Um, I did a bunch of reading. I actually painted some orcs. I painted some night haunt. I like. I'm just sort of. I'm just doing a little of everything. Like whatever I feel the, like yeah, that night. That's, that's perfect. Go with the flow, right? That's excellent. That's how it should be. Yeah, and it's and I'm 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 having fun with the hobby. And considering mm-hmm. I can't really get out to to get games in because of the nightmare that is reality. Um, I'm yeah. just I'm just pleased that I'm getting to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's fun, so that's I mean great. that's yeah that's that's what it is. So that's that's my hobbying and my and my gaming. Like I said, trying to get some Blood Bowl. Harris and I are just basically with the Blood Bowl stuff. Just we're like, okay, let's play a little bit and figure out some some rules here. Let's figure out you know what we're doing because we haven't played not on the computer in a while, yeah. and so that will that will mess you up. Yeah, the hardest to part be about honest playing with you. Blood Bowl is realizing when you're going in and out of tackle zones that's the hardest part right exactly yeah and so we're just trying to figure it out playing it nice and easy mm-hmm. um not rushing too hard and i'm i'm just excited because uh a, you know a week from thursday will be at gen con Oh yeah. So there'll be some extra there'll be another extra bonus episode on that too. There's be some Garage Gamer Gen Con coverage, which I'm super excited about. That's excellent. And who knows if I can keep this working this well, maybe I can actually get uh you know, do some recording at Gen Con. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not taking much, it's just me and Harrison. And we've only we've signed up for a few things. We're hanging out with uh with Kevin, uh and I think Brad's coming too from uh, Six Squared Studios. Oh, Six cool. Squared Studios. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'm actually sharing a room with Kevin because he's he was able to get a room quickly, and so um, we're sharing a room with him, and and gonna, it's just going to be me and Harrison at Gen Con uh, next week. So it's kind of exciting. That's at the Indianapolis Convention Center, yeah. Yeah, it's all over Indianapolis at this point. The convention center is not big enough. Last year they had stuff at the at the football stadium down across the street and stuff. I mean, it's bananas. Yeah. Wow. Um, you have any other? Um, honestly, not really. Not unfortunately, <laughs> not too much. I didn't. I haven't even seen the new Thor movie yet. Oh, I've seen Love and Thunder a couple of times. Yeah, I've not. I've seen it zero times, unfortunately. First time I saw it, I liked it but didn't love it, and then I went to go see it with Morgan, and I think I kind of love it. Okay, it's a, it's fun. It's it's a fun movie, and uh, I, I just really I really enjoyed it. I like Taika Waititi though. He's he just kind of hits all the right notes for me. A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> I know. Uh, they're wrong. <laughs> the guy hasn't made a bad movie yet. So, yeah. and his TV, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's kind of brilliant. And I like what he's done with uh, when they give him a shot at the Marvel and the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, that's just me, though. I could be I, wrong. I did say, I did see today that the new Marvel Avengers movie got announced. Did you see that? Two of them. Yeah. On the timeline, <laughs> it's something with Kang yeah, as Kang the first the one, and then the yeah. next one is Secret Invasion. Yeah, which I thought I was going to say Secret Wars, and I was super excited. Oh, and yeah. no, nope, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Is yeah, the, the, Secret Invasion is the scrolls. Well, yeah, and they've been leading up with that stuff in all the little end clip things through yeah. this. But they're like what uh, stage four or whatever it is is about phase four is ending and I'm like phase four is ending I don't even know what's happening yeah I've seen all these movies I haven't seen a coherent plot line in them right please don't give me any more Eternals I don't need that that was terrible <laughs> ugh I don't know I don't know oh but I did yeah, I did so watch the Miss, I did watch the Miss Marvel series on Disney Plus I thought that was good. I got a, about two or three episodes into that. I haven't been watching yeah. it because I've <laughs> because Harrison's been since Harrison's been home. He's telling me about all the new stuff that's coming out on the animated scene. Yeah, and so I watched all of Bleach minus the filler episodes in like a month. Oh my God! So I'm caught up on Bleach, <laughs> and then I watched all of Naruto because I haven't watched that since he was been like ten. So he's like telling me something. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. He's like, let's watch it. I love it. Yeah. So he's got the stupid website that tells you which are the filler episodes that you can skip. Yeah. So we watched all of Naruto, and now we're on Naruto Shippuden, and I'm wow. cruising through that now. And okay. I'm just, I just I love I love my old anime shows. So that's that's I've been kind of just watching that. Excellent. Um, I watched most of Umbrella Academy. Like I'm just I put on something when I'm down here at night hobbying. Just put yeah. on something. Yeah. So okay, well uh, that's I guess that's the toolbox. Yeah, boy, we've been doing a lot of building up for gaming and stuff like that, and and there's just so much there's so much going on. I'm kind mm-hmm. of excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to gear up for the still playing the around with this silly new mic. I'm trying to gear up for the Chicago GT in October. So yeah, no, where's that? Where, where's that? It's at, da- exactly? it's downtown at like the. Hyatt, I think, or something like that. Oh, that's right. That's the actual, the big, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I'm, I cannot go to that. Right. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I cannot go to that. Yeah, that's going to be, I haven't been to a big tournament like that in a while, so I think that's going to be fun. 
it sounds exciting. Like yeah. it actually sounds really cool, and right. I wish I could go. I just can't. Yeah, it's I bought the a, like it's the, a I, schedule I bought, like, conflict. The, I bought the mega pass, so I'll get all the the swag. Yeah, that should be cool. <laughs> All right, so th- I guess that's the toolbox. Yeah. So um, wh- why don't we take a break, and then we'll come back and talk all about the General's Handbook and all the new cool stuff that they've been doing and uh, stuff like that. So we'll be back in a minute. Let's do it. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. And we're back. We are back, and now we're going to talk oh. about that there general's handbook. I got it brought her. Yep, me too. Now, I will admit I haven't gone through this nearly as much as you, hmm. so I am absolutely relying on you to uh, to help cover the new stuff that's going on, all the updates and the battle plans and the yep. pitched battle rules. So, uh, let's see. Starting off, um, battle plan tables. Look uh, Now, are these new battle plans? They are. They're all new battle plans. So, I suppose you should just start going through from the beginning. So, I'm at the realm rules on page 12. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, I mean, the I mean, the book itself. There's an intro at the beginning that kind of tells you, you know, like okay. what's what's up. Well, with, let's talk about it. Yeah, with like what's up with the, you know, the the new season, the of you know where it is, what it is. You know, it's just a, just another region of Thondia, basically. You know, mm-hmm. and oh, know, it's just Gallet the Splintered Land. Okay, yeah. So now we're like fighting. Supposedly we're. That the, we're like fighting underneath Thondi and like these tunnels and you know it's like tunnels of death is like the section on page six you know where it's like because like the surface is so dangerous that people have been driven basically underground to you know that's kind of where some of the settlements are and that kind of thing interesting yeah 
So, yeah, the great conflicts in the neighboring continent of Thondia have destabilized the balance of power in the Gurish heartlands. Mm-hmm. Gallet, the splintered land, is a region characterized by scouring cyclones that sweep across its surface, carving unusual shapes out of its porous rock formations and howling through its many sinkholes and ravines. These conditions favor only the hardest beings, and as a result, only brutish creatures such as ogres, orcs, and gargants prosper here, at least above ground. There you go. Yeah. So beneath, it's riddled with caverns and tunnels, whose walls exhibit strange textures and formations as though they were bored by gargantuan tunneling beasts. That doesn't sound good. Hmm. Um, let's see. Oft times being tormented and battered by the conditions of the shattered plain above, driven down into these cavities where they usually meet a gruesome end in the bellies of some insectile horrors that prowl the darkness. However, those who survive in this environment tend to grow strong. It's common knowledge among the civilized races that folks who have dwelt in Gallet for more than a few days are hardy indeed. In this season's pitched battles, the wise generals will put their stock in such veterans. In Gallet, battles are not won by glorious cavalry charges and flashy shock assaults, but from the meat grinder of the front line, where grit, experience, skill, and a fighter's bonds with their comrades are the most valuable assets. You know what? That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that they're like, okay, we're changing up what's the main stuff because I mean they've moved away from some of the monster stuff, yes, into this battle line stuff because mo- that's not where the it, because that's not what's yeah happening gonna, with this. Right. this it's is gonna be harder cool. for monsters to like you know tons of them to be underground and roaming around. So this is like yeah, close quarters tunnel fighting, you know that kind of thing. So you know you kind of get into like the new. The realm rules, and basically, I mean, it kind of just starts you off with like the probably the most important special rule in here is this masters of the splintered land. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the one that's gonna pretty much affect anybody. So it says like when using this battle pack, all battle line units, including conditional battle lines, who have four wounds or less, and do not have a mount, gain. The Galician veterans keyword. Just that's what you get. So that so okay. Battle line wounds character. Okay, so basically all for my armies, all the battle line units are Galician veterans. Yep. Even like okay. Even like the uh, like the uh, the Blight Kings get it right because they have four wounds. Even though their champion has five, but the unit itself has four, so they get. Gleeson Vanish, they don't have a mount. So, so an instance okay. where this w- would be a thing, uh, like a battle line unit in Stormcast for Hammers of Sigmar are like the you know the guys on the Dracoth mounts, the Fulminators, like those guys. They don't get it because they have more than four wounds and they're mounted, right? So they can't be Gleeson veterans. So like, you know, it could still be battle line, but you're not necessarily a Galician veteran just because you're battle line. Okay. So, so, by the way, before we go too much farther, I mm-hmm. just want to say if you're if you haven't picked this up, or if you're if you if you just go into the rules pack, it's only about six or seven pages. Yeah. But and, and like I said, dude, I looked at this when we got it, and mm-hmm. I just told you about the nightmare that's been my life. I've just been focusing on this 30k models and trying yeah. not to get sick. Yep. I kind of skipped this too. I'm I'm going to admit this right now. Uh-huh. This 
opening pages to war. It says match plate, but the stuff about Gallet four, five, the tunnels of death. Yeah, I'm kind of skimming through. This. I'm like, this is cool. Oh they yeah, really it's really explained. Neat. Yeah, what and in just a few pages, kind of what to expect in this particular right. part of Gur. So yeah, we're still in Gur, but we're in a different part of Gur, and it's like being in a completely different place, a different area. Everything's different. Yep, and um, it's it's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really good lore section in here, and it kind of like you know like kind of like we do like the the rules match the lore pretty well in, with this, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's super cool. So okay, so we now we know anyone with a wound four or less wounds that does not have a mount as a Galician veteran. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what do we got? We the next one we got is proving grounds. Right. So this one is a little goofy. So remember how like it started like battle round three, I think it was battle round three. Whoever went second got to remove an objective in the old one. So that's mm-hmm. changed. So now at the start of every battle round, after you roll off, the player who goes second chooses a point to be the proving ground until the end of the round. And only okay. Galician veterans can contest that point. And no objective okay, can be chosen and, and- more than once per game. That's an interesting bit right there though. Right. And another thing that this yeah, it's it's completely optional. You don't have to pick one. It says you can. You don't have to. Who will, the player who will take the second turn can pick one objective to be the proving ground. Yeah. Okay, and you can't pick the same one twice. Right. So it's always going to be different. Only one so objective only can be marked as the proving ground. Veterans can contest that point, right? So you could like use it offensively or defensively. Like you could pick one in like your opponent's up, up, up deployment zone. Maybe he doesn't have any Galician veterans over there, and he's like, "Well, well I'm that's the other thing. It. You You're may like, nope. yeah. pick. Yeah. So I'm going. Se- let's say I'm going second, mm-hmm. and all my battle line units are wiped out. Yeah, I got no veterans. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Right. Pick You're just not gonna pick one. <laughs> right. Approving grounding. Very interesting. Right. That's there's okay. So and so, what else do we have? Bonds of battle. Yep. When so, a model in a veteran unit makes an... Okay, this is the one that... Even the wording gets confusing for yeah. me. So this is like the 40K rule. So now... Yeah, so you can target an enemy unit within half an inch of another model from the unit instead of using the weapon's rain characteristic. Yeah. If you do so, the attacking model must be within half an inch of another model that is within half an inch of the target. Okay, I understand this is why people got upset because... It's not – you don't have to be within a half inch of a model who can attack. You have to be within a half inch of a model that's within a half inch of the enemy unit. Am I yep. correct? Yep. So if I'm fighting an already sort of – let's let's say I'm sort of staggered in a, in a zigzaggy pash, pattern because, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you're trying to get as many models in yeah. as you can. Yep, that little honeycomb um, pattern, yep. Right, because I want to get my – because I got my two-inch spears because I did all 50 of – my oh. cruel boys, <laughs> yeah. your gut rippers and, with spears. Mm-hmm. All my gut rippers have spears, mm-hmm. so they've got a two-inch reach. Yep. Um, if I would have taken the one-inch reach choppas, that mm-hmm. guys who are who were benefiting from having spears are now still attacking. Yeah, even though they have the one-inch reach. Yep. I can see how that would frustrate people. Sure. I mean the 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 consolation to that is. This rule is only going to be in here for this season, right? I get, yeah. So I mean, this, well, we assume, yeah, yeah. As soon as the season goes away, this rule will go away, and you'll be back. To it regular. seems like a weird thing, though. Like if you know, 
Yeah, just, I, I would and, rather. I mean, I, yeah, I would rather that they just incorporate this into the core rules, honestly. Because some people, don't, or if you're going to do it, be within a half inch. Okay, if you make it within a half inch of a guy who is in comp, like I said, this everyone who chose extra attacks over stronger attacks they're getting no bonus the guys who took stronger attacks are getting a bonus this was the huge argument when this first came out people were very mad and i kind of get it because basically i decided ooh, uh uh uh, you know twice as many attacks is going to be much better than the extra bit of you know power behind the shorter range weapon and now the shorter range weapon is getting the same amount of attacks as i am yeah and it also, because they're getting that whole extra rank. And so remember, it's 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 keyword locked too. So you have to be a Galician veteran to get this rule. So if you're an ogre glutton, you get it. If you're, you know, like a one of the stormcast uh, factions that can have paladins as uh, battle line, you'll get it with like all your retributors and all those guys, all your paladins. Um, but there's non-battle line units that are. On bigger bases like Croxigores or Fiends or like that kind of thing, they're not going to get this. Right. Because they're not Galician veterans. They can't be. I'm, 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 I'm not certain how I feel about this rule. And yeah. it's not just because I'm salty that I <laughs> spent all that and got those guys. Yeah. It just seems, it seems like you're, yes, you're trying to get more guys into fighting, but yep. you've literally... You've literally given a bonus only to very certain uh, types, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would rather um, I'd rather this be just be unlocked for everyone. Oh, I don't know if I want it unlocked for everyone either. It's not a, that it's the Galician the, the Galician veteran. No, I'm it's saying that it's, I, well, so ahead, many armies yeah. have options between. I'm just saying so many battle line units have options between one inch and two inch weapons. Yeah. And if you sat there and took the time and patience to take the two-inch weapons mm-hmm. because you took – because honestly, the two-inch – when you have an option between a one and a two-inch weapon, the two-inch weapon is almost always a little bit weaker. Yes. But it's got the extra reach, right. so you get the extra attacks. Right. Now, the people who chose the shorter one, they're getting – you basically, it's it's nerfing the guys who took the weaker weapon – to right. get more attacks, it's right. not. It's not so much nerfing them as it's it, it's benefiting. Yeah. The other, it just it's that is that's uh, that's irritating. <laughs> yeah. And it's just irritating because, and maybe I'm just being petty. Honestly, maybe I'm just being petty because I picked the extra attacks. Yeah. And now the other guys just benefited from it. But once again, once this rule goes away in six months, right? Because it probably will. I would because they're going to yeah. come out with these new. And we're going to talk about that near the end of the show. We're going to talk about. Just, you know, the constant change. Like, this could be, if if they do this every six months to a year, just mm-hmm. totally switch up. Yeah. Just in this, the, the, the special rules without changing the core rules, it's going to, ch- I mean, this, I think we can agree, even though we've only just started now, you've been playing, this changes the dynamics of how we play the game, doesn't no, it? For sure. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot different. And, you know, and I suppose if, you know, it's like the weather here in Chicago. You know, if you don't like it, stick around. It's going to change in a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait <laughs> like five if you're, minutes. If you're not, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, I suppose if you're not playing in tournament, and, and, you know, this argument all comes up. If you're not playing in a tournament, you can still play with the old GHB. Absolutely. Like, you or can just don't, do that. Or just don't use any GHB. Just use the rules right out of the book. And don't worry about yeah. this stuff. Now, 
then the argument comes back, yes, but if I like to play in tournaments, I need to know how that works. Yes. Yeah. If you if you if you are in this game for the competitive nature for the tournament scene, then yes, you're stuck with whatever they give you here. Right. But I think that's I, I just I find it pretty cool. Yeah, I do too. So what um, else we got? So we got some new magic. Is, uh, yeah, Realm Sphere Magic. Uh so last year um the spell I think was Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. So you turn like Wasn't heroes. The- heroes could t- turn into monsters, right? For battle tactics and whatnot. Right. You could, yeah. You could take a hero, and, and if you had no monsters in your army, you could yeah. make a guy a monster yeah. just for to use the monster tactics. Right. Now we got this thing. Gaze of Gur. Yeah. Cast on a seven, twelve inch range. Pick an enemy unit. Mm-hmm. When determining the number of models in that enemy unit that are contesting an objective, your opponent must half that number, rounding down. Yep. It's a well, big that's one. that's yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that's that's the you, everybody can do that. So if you're contesting and it's close, or you're contesting and they think they got it over on you. If you can get that spell off, yeah, that's nice. Oh, I'm coming in with my horde. You're not. You got nothing. Here comes my horde. Yeah, yeah really. Spook. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I apparently it also works on. Gargants and Catacros and all those guys. Well, yeah, it just says pick a unit. Yeah. So when determining like a, the number of models, right? So a Gargant <sighs> counts as thirty models for the Taker Tri Mega Gargant. So now he only counts as fifteen. Nice. Yeah. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, that's and that's really cool. That switches up the dynamic, especially for like when we first started playing um, in the last edition. You know, uh, you know, they came out with all these elite units and all this elite stuff. You know, Stormcast mm-hmm. has these guys. Now it's three guys in a unit, and they will destroy you. Right. And I was winning against them with Night Haunt uh, in some games because, yeah, you killed a lot, but then I put a lot back because I was using Rikinor's uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And I just I had so many models that mm-hmm. I was winning all the objectives. Right. You know, and now if you have an elite army that doesn't have that number of models, right. and you're going up against a horde, it's like, well, you know what? I, I may not be able to get to that one and beat it, but you're not getting an auto get just because you have more toys on the table. Right. Right. I you like can, it. Yeah. So you can use this, and then so um, we'll get to that in a second. So there's the realm command, a new realm command, which is kind of a weird one. This overwhelming assault. Use it at the end of your charge phase. That's a weird time even to use it. Let's take a look. Yeah. Okay, so what is this? So, uh, unit that receives the command must be a Galatian veteran. Yeah, has ten or more models. Yep. Pick an enemy unit within an inch of that unit that has a wounds characteristic of four or less and roll a die. If it's greater than the number of models in the enemy unit, the strike last effect applies to the enemy unit. In wait, so. So it's got to be a unit that's only got a couple of models in it. Exactly. So, so hmm. like, so like, elite infantry like blight kings, annihilators. What else? Like a uh, hero, enlightened, like that kind of any stuff. hero or monster. Yeah, but um, uh, I mean, so, hey, st- forcing your hero or your monster to strike last so my unit can get in there and get its licks guaranteed well, is I, actually kind of cool. Have, you have to have a wounds characteristic of four or less to be the target. Oh, of this. a total. Oh, that target. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no. So no monsters. No. Wow. That was a dumb, dumb call on my part. I That's totally, right. mi- totally missed. And then you still have to roll. 
So if the roll is greater than the number of models in that enemy unit, the strike last effect applies. So if there's like so, so if there's like a unit of like two or two like two Black Kings have been killed. There's three left. They're standing there. They have four wounds or less. You roll in there with your twenty chain ghasts. Great. Now I'm gonna do this thing. Now you still have to roll a die. Bullet. If you roll a uh, if you roll a four or more, then the Black Kings fight last. Yeah, this is a there's this, a lot of this is <laughs> there's a lot of yeah super situational. Yeah, this is there's yeah. Open up your chart. Flip to page three. If they're part of this part of the chart, then go to page two. Now, if it, yeah. page two is correct, then you flip over to five, and then yeah. you can roll a dice. No, 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 no. Yeah, I could see it. I'll being, save my command points. I could see it being handy. Like if there's like I don't know, maybe. I mean, are you really? Would you really be scared of like like two blight kings just standing there? And you're like, well, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if you're especially charging, yeah. especially since you can jack them up with all sorts of uh, you know uh, you can jack them up with all different commands. End of the charge phase. If I'm charging into three of those stormcast, the big dumb stupid yeah. ones that came out recently, yeah, they annihilate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. Or I managed to kill. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I guess if you could, it's if you one could of those, kill, If you could kill one of them before they unleash on you that would be worth it that's the thing because those guys and it's it's um, that's what i'm thinking because i think those guys only have like four wounds right and you've got two or three models but they hit like a truck and they do two or three damage yeah they have three wounds each i think yeah 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 but if i get three of them if i can if i can just make sure that i get to go first because i've seen Small, you were even saying the unit with the Blight Kings came in. You did, yeah. the Blight Kings said goodbye. Yeah. So if you get them down to two or three and you get a 50 50 shot to just, I mean, yeah. it's a command point and then you, then, and you still then have a roll. dice roll. Yeah, exactly. That's not cool. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. But I'm, I'm not saying it's a great command. I'm saying it, it's it's one of those things where it, it, it might make for a good story. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's a uh, it's a good narrative command. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think you're going to see it used a ton. Two new core battalions. Yeah. So this is the meat of the this, this new GHB is right here. Okay, so we've got two of them. One is called Expert Conquerors, mm-hmm. and it's two units of troops yeah, two up to, to three units of yeah. troops. Yeah. Each model in this battalion counts as three models. It's Galatian veteran units only. It counts as three models for contesting objectives. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. So my unit of 20 chain rasps now is 60, 60. Yeah. for contesting. Yeah. That's where you got to... Oh, my. What about 60 zombies? Oh, a big unit of zombies. Yeah, <laughs> good luck moving them. 180. Can di- you have a unit that big? I think so. Because there's 20, right? And you can double yeah. reinforce them to 60. Because they're battle line. You can reinforce and battle line. It, it has to be battle line to be double reinforced, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. 180. Yeah, 180. Stupid. Zombies. 180. <laughs> <laughs> then I cast Gaze of Gur on them. The only count is 90. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay. And then the other one is Bounty Hunters. Now, I noticed this is interesting is that these core battalions don't have any. Like, normally they have that little thing that you get a bonus, but there's yeah, no bonus here. No, this is just their abilities are super good. So now, super good. Okay, now, the only problem, right, so now the only problem with being a Galician veteran is this. 
Okay. So you can be expert conquerors. Bounty hunters is the same thing. Two to three units of troops. If the target of an attack made with a melee weapon by a model in this battalion is a Galician veterans unit, add one to the damage characteristic of that weapon for the attack. Mm. So, but this could, but it could, so, but my bounty hunters could also be Galician veterans, can't they? Yeah. Because it just says troops. Yeah, it's not mutually exclusive. But if I'm target, uh, now you can only have one battalion. Correct. So you could have one. But that's we could two have, to three units. Right. So you could have one battalion of expert conquerors and one battalion of bounty hunters. A battalion of bounty hunters, two to three units that can do extra damage can be plus one damage. Crazy. All right. So now, but so then again, if you so you could still buff them ahead. beyond that. So you could have. Uh, I mean, you could have like the Iron Jaws guys. You know the the Ard Boys. Right. Uh-huh. And they're buffed by the war chanter. Now they're already two damage, and now they're you put them in bounty hunters. They can be three damage, or even better. You make the gore gruntas bounty hunters with war chanter buff. They're three damage gore gruntas. Or are those are those just troops? Yeah, not leader yeah. artillery behemoth. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Storm Drake guard. You know, like woof. Yeah, wow, because it's not a it's not a leader and cavalry is still a troop. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's it's a such a counter. This is why we were talking earlier like pink horrors. Just why they just get pounded now <laughs> cuz by default they're Galician veterans. They just are cuz they're battle line. They have four less wounds and they're not mounted. So now you just drive your bounty hunters into these guys and you're at least two damage against them. And really nasty bounty hunters are already going to have two damage. Now there's three damage against these guys, and there's only 50 wounds in that unit. They're just going to smash them. <laughs> so here's a question. Yeah. You've got 10 pink horrors. Yeah. They have one wound apiece, right? Yeah. To start. Yep. I come in there and I do 30 wounds. Yeah. Does that extend into the blues? Yes. Okay, so it's not the pinks are done, and then there's not a certain time where after all that's counted, then the mm-hmm. then the blues get added. Right. Oof! Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Bananas. Yeah. We got some new grand strategies. We got some new battle tactics. Do we want to go through all of this? Is this important? I'm oh, just yeah. asking. Oh yeah. Like, okay. This is. I'm, I'm cha- asking because I haven't been yeah, able to play. This has completely changed. Like the grand strategy of, the, of these. These are hard. Like these are not easy. So none of, has none to, of these are no, easy. It, no, it says you have to pick a grand strategy from the list below. So, or from your I mean, you could, battle tome. Your so of your battle tome or this. So, but the old grand strategies then are out. Correct. Are there grand strategies in the core book? No, there are not. Uh, nope. Okay, so if there aren't, oh yeah, there aren't. Huh. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Goodness, just burped there. Yeah, so and, these are, and these are hard. I'm such which, an animal. Which is why you're seeing, like, tournament players are drifting towards the books that have super easy grand strategies. Like, and But, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, the Daughters of Cain ones are like, I mean, are, we Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that. that. Yeah. Those are easy. Some of them are pretty, they're not that difficult. And so this is your grand strategy. This is three battle points at the end of the game. And All none right, of so, these are easy. So no place for the weak is the first one. 
So it's no like, battle line units at the end of the to, game for right, your enemy. Right. So you have to kill the other guys, all his battle line units, and your your opponent knows what yours is, so they could just literally just hide a unit from you. Well, they could try. They could try. The table's smaller, and if I'm planning on it, I'm going for it. You know. Yeah. So if you're uh, going to take that one, you better have a fast army. That's a list building yeah. thing. That's a list building thing. So t- so tame the land. Requires you to hold all objectives wholly outside your territory at the end of the battle. Yeesh, I mean, okay. Yeesh. I mean, that's going to be really hard. Next one, uh, no enemy units wholly within your territory. Yeah, defend what's ours. No enemy units wholly within your territory. Interesting. So if you, you you'd probably want to go first if you're going to take this because your plan is to pin your enemy or your opponent's army into their deployment zone. But that can get messed up. Like, y- you can't plan on Dude, that. Dude, everybody can teleport. Everyone. You can't. Exactly. You, everyone can teleport. You almost want to go. You, you almost want to go second. <laughs> right. So you have to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, want to go know, first. I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, remember, if you go second and you and you don't, you know, nobody's nobody unless your opponent hands you the double turn, then right. you can keep it like the game you had, where yeah. it just all goes one two one two. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? So uh, take what complete. Div- yeah, take what's theirs. Uh, more friendly units than enemy units wholly within your opponent's territory. This one, I think, will get a, a bit of play. Yeah, I do too. Especially in this, this encourages to have more units because it's more units. Mm-hmm. If you've got some, you know, a bunch of right. small units, you can and run them back there at the end. And it's something that, like, the player can kind of control. You know what I mean? It doesn't rely on your opponent doing anything. This is mm-hmm. all about you as the player. You just have to make sure you have more friendly right. than enemy units, wholly within their territory. And you, you can kind of plan on that, because you can just move all your units into their territory, kill a couple of them, and you're probably going to get this one. But once again, you got to make sure it's, it's it's all that end-of-the-game stuff where yeah. you got to maneuver yeah. so that it happens at the end. You can't do that too early and then just have them tr- you know, be like, okay, well, we're fighting by you. Right, because what if they also pick take what's theirs? So yeah. you run into theirs, and they run into yours, and it's like <laughs> yeah. okay, we both we both got it. But right, you kind of it's not just getting your strategies. Sometimes it's stopping your opponent. Right, and I, I feel like that that play didn't happen with the previous ones. Like it wasn't really possible sometimes to stop. Right, you know. Right, right. Uh, so what else we got here? So a demonstration, demonstration of, of strength. strength. So it requires you to keep at least three Galician veteran units. From your starting army alive. So, you know, you can plan on this one as well. So you just... You got to have at least... Well, you got to have at least three battle line units. So hopefully you'll have your three units. But Right. So some armies... can be rough. So some armies can just take really cheap battle line units. Like like Disciples of Zeej can take like a ton of Arcanite units and just... They're still useful 18 inches away from the enemy because they have sorcerer's bolts. So they could just kind of hang out in the back and run around and be annoying and hopefully score you this. I mean, that's probably I mean, 330 points of Arcanites. I think that's I think they're 110 each. Just cruising around the back of your deployment zone is probably worth three battle points at the end of the game. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, I'm, I mean they, they, and while they're back there, they can hold objectives and do all that kind of stuff. Sure. And so that's an idea. All right, what else do we got and here? The last one is show of dominance. 
So this one is have a Galician unit, a Galician veteran unit in each quarter of the battlefield. So it doesn't yeah. specify a starting army in this. So maybe that's a little bit of a a miss. Well, there. having one unit in each quarter. The, nah, I mean you can. I mean you can do that, but you got to have four. And right. I mean, granted, you can summon them up later, right. but you still got to have four. That's a lot of that's a lot of different units in this. So yeah, yeah. So I would think. But maybe, what do I know? So you could like just have you know a Galician veteran unit, and just hanging out in each quarter, and then you could summon one on the last turn. You know, something like that. I guess maybe. I mean, I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of nutty. Yep. All right. So, so those are the grand strategies. So those grand strategies, um, and then. These freaking battle tactics are hard, too. <laughs> Some of these are really hard. All right. Well, let's take a look. So, let's see. Uh, gaining I momentum. Had, my God. I had trouble, like, picking these during the game. I was like, oh my God. What do I... You know, it's, it, it takes a lot of getting used to. You need to play a lot of games with these. All right. Yeah. So, let's start off. I'll read them. You tell me what you think. Yeah. Yep. Pick an enemy unit on the battlefield. Complete it if it's destroyed during this turn, and you, and you control more objectives than your opponent. Yeah, it's called gaining momentum. Well, that's momentum. a weird double thing. Yeah. And it's hard. Like an enemy, it could be yeah. any unit. It could be a unit with one or two mile, one or wound left. That's fine. But then you have to control more objectives. Yeah. Okay. So you can't just grab objectives and be like, I got it. You got to go kill something too. So I think That's this, a weird double there. So this one might get scored a lot on like the first turn if you think you can destroy something... And then, like some of the some of the battle plans have like six objectives. So if you can just yeah, I if suppose you just, if you could just go grab four, like really fast on like the first turn and kill something with like shooting or spells or like long well, and a lot of times if, if a lot of times if you go first, your opponent hasn't even gotten a chance to get any objectives or they've got one or two in their backfield. Exactly. So just grabbing one. Right. Yeah. Then, but then it's right. like if you're, I, I suppose if you're a shooty army, if you're a shooty army, or, you, or you have access to like a unit that can come deep in, strike it like in, a deep strike yeah. them in, like especially like Stormcast, who can dive in at seven inches away, then you've got a good shot at getting this one. I think. Okay. Eye for an eye. This is complete. This if one, if one or more friendly units were destroyed in the previous turn. Mm-hmm. Not battle round, so the last turn, so the, the, it would be the player's turn. So if my yeah. opponent killed one or more of my units, and then I kill one or more enemy units this turn, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like this one. I kind of like that one. If I lost some units last turn, and now I make you lose some un- use a unit this turn, yeah. that seems doable. That yeah. doesn't seem too tough, actually. That, that one will get played a lot. Yeah. And then Desecrate Their Lands is probably a pretty easy one. Uh, pick a terrain feature or a faction terrain feature partially or wholly within your opponent's territory. You complete it if you control that terrain feature at the end of the turn. That one's, yeah, that's not too tough necessarily. Right. Yeah. Um, this one's mine. Pick an enemy unit on the battlefield. Complete it if it's destroyed during this turn by an attack made by the model picked to be your general. Mm-hmm. So it's the one picked to be your general. So if you have one of those armies where you have three generals on the table, yep. it's the one you assigned general, not Correct. the guy who just gets to be the general because they get to be the general. Yeah, and if you're doing that chaos one, you pick a different general every turn. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I played <laughs> against that with Salmon. That was really neat. <laughs> yeah. And that's great. 
Dude, yeah. that's a great one for chaos. Yeah. All right, I'm picking at this one. This is the guy who's the general now. He's right by this unit that's going to die. Right. Because there's only a couple of things left. That's cool. Yeah. All right, head to head. Pick an enemy Galatian veterans unit. Complete this. If that unit's destroyed this turn by an attack made by a friendly Galatian veterans unit or an ability of a friendly... Okay, so... Yeah, okay, it's head-to-head. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kill a Galatian unit with one of your Galatian units. Right. Not yeah. That's not too bad either. It's not too bad. I mean, there's some counterplay there, too. You know, you could always, like, hide all your Galatian veterans or just not have any. It's possible but, to have well, yeah, battle but lines. Once again, but I'm... And not yeah, but it. once again, I'm I'm picking the tactic. So yeah. if I'm picking it, it's probably because they're on the field, and I feel like I could right. take them out. Right, but you could like you could you could like depending on your list build, you could like deny this battle tactic to your opponent if you like just had three units of fulminators, and that was your battle line for a hammer's army. You know. Oh yeah. All right, out muscles interesting. Mm-hmm. Pick an enemy Galatian veterans unit that has any models contesting an objective marked as the proving ground, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Complete it if no models from that enemy unit are contesting the proving ground. So that's you don't even have to wipe out the unit; you just have to get them out of range to contest. Yeah, yeah. This one is which I mean, yeah. so this one's worth a reread. So requires you to pick a Galatian veteran unit contesting objective nominated as the proving ground. Mm-hmm. And ensure no models are contesting it at the end of the turn. So the person who goes second in the battle round picks what the proving ground is. Mm-hmm. So, but they pick it at the top of the battle round. So the person going second picks the proving ground. Yeah. The only thing here is, can I get enough models off? Now, of course, and it all depends on your opponent because yeah. I mean, basically, you got to wipe the unit out unless part of the unit is outside of the range to contest. Yeah. But then you got to pray to God that your opponent is gonna pull the models that are yeah. gonna. You know, you're not gonna pull yeah. models that are purposely gonna give up the objective right, to your friend. Right. right. So, so you so may not got, have a choice. So I feel like this is like requires you to pick a Galician veteran unit contestant. So wait, let me read this again. Pick one of these. Yeah, I mean okay. it's it's yeah. not difficult. It's just a no. thing where you know it's you other than knock, wiping to, them out, right? You have to knock other that than, enemy unit off the objective, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, and other than wiping them out, I'm not 100 percent certain how you would do that, but I'm certain you can. I'm just missing. Yeah, I mean I'm it, does, it, does, it doesn't it doesn't require you to to contest it either as the person who nominated it. You could shoot them no, off they, of it, No, they, yeah, they just can't be contesting it, exactly. Right, right. You could shoot them off of it. You could magic them off of it. You could battle shock them off of it, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the odds, pick a unit from your starting army. Complete this if at the end of the turn any models from that unit are contesting an objective you control and that objective is not being contested by Galatian veterans. Mm-hmm. That's okay, so not too bad. Yeah, that one's not bad. You just got to contest something and they're not around. Uh, yeah, you, uh, that's... This, yeah. Uh, see, three of these have Galatian veterans as the things you got to do. Yeah. Now, you can't pick an enemy unit if there aren't any, but this one, if you wiped out most of their veterans, then mm. this is an easy one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a turn... Honestly, I, think about it. That's a turn if one I wipe, battle tactic. It is a turn one, but if you don't use it as turn one, if someone else uses it, basically it's a freebie if you can take out their Galatian veterans. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and the final one is barge through enemy lines. Complete this if there's two or more units from your starting army wholly within your opponent's territory at the end of the turn. If they're Galician veterans, you get an extra point. All right. That's the, yeah, that's the only one that gives you an extra point in here. Yeah. But that's, I mean, this is pretty, this is pretty cool stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it works for me, you know? Right, right. It's, it's tough. These aren't so bad. The grand strategies are a little tough, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm sitting here saying it's not so tough. I am, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, shall we look, uh, now we got some cool battle plans. Is there any battle plans you want to point out or talk about? Um, I mean, I don't know. battle I don't... plans are battle plans. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, they're all, they're, they're, I would just say buy this thing and just, read them i mean yeah i mean yeah there's so many it there's a, a lot of them there's a bunch of them there's like 12 so okay so pitched battle publications oh goodness what is this so this is the news this is like uh all the updates so everything that came oh, out okay everything i came out with like a battle tomb update uh you know they're kind of talking about that here and then they kind of redid a bunch of the battle scrolls for the end the spells. Okay, so basically these are the books you can be using. Exactly. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Yep, and then the end the spells update. It's kind of big. There's some big changes in here. Okay. Yeah, so these are worth talking about. Um, like, ooh, so it starts off with, like, the horror ghast. That went down in points. Um. So it doesn't list the points here right now. This just lists the the yeah the ability. The points are and in where, the back. Okay, the points are in the back. Are they waiting? No, maybe they're not. No, they're in the uh, they're in the little pamphlet that came with this thing. Remember, oh, I don't know like where that, that is. Yeah, there's an extra little book that came with it. Yeah, it's the points book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have the core rule book here and this yeah. book here. Where's my points book? I don't know. Oh, if I lost my points book, I'm gonna be pissed. You don't need it's in the app, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah, but still. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no. so, so no, the horror gas went down by like, like okay. 25 points or something. And it's pretty good. It's like, uh, I think it's this is the uh, an Ossiarch Bone Reapers exclusive, I think. Is it? Mm. I thought it was just a death one. It's gotten maybe a gaseous just, head. I thought a, this maybe, was a... Maybe it's just a death one. It's pretty good. Um, it's, I mean, okay, predatory endless spell that you can't, if you're within 12 inches, you can't receive commands in the battle shock phase. Yeah, it's good. And That's it's, pretty big, dude. Yeah, and it's cheaper. It's cheaper now. And if you fail the battle shock test within 12 inches, is it D3 more models flee? Yeah. That's that's pretty cool one. Right, so it basically gives you the night haunt effect, right? Where you can't get inspired yeah. presence. Yeah. That's, is that, uh, yeah, I think that's the only command you can receive in the Battleshock phase is inspiring presence, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So Ether, Vold, Ether Void Pendulum uh, dropped a little bit. Uh, I think it bumped up its range a little bit. Pretty much the same. Um, the cogs got changed a lot. Okay. Um, so it used to... Oh, I think you know, I used to like reroll charges. I think is what it used to give you do, but now I think it's just plus one. It's just plus one to charge now if you're within a foot. Oh no! Now it gives you reroll charge rolls within a foot, and it used to give you plus one. So now you reroll okay. charges, and and then for the reroll casting rolls. Yeah, that's wholly within a foot of this end of the spell. <laughs> so that's super cool. 
Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's if a, a player has any friendly wizards within six inches of this endless spell at the start of their hero phase, mm-hmm. it's a player. So any like anybody can do it, yeah. right? So yeah. if, if we're both within six inches of it, mm-hmm. on my turn, I pick one. On your turn, you can still pick. It's not right. a controlling. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Reroll casting rolls. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's good. Because there's no limit. It just says you can reroll casting rolls for friendly riz- wizards. Mm-hmm. So armies that have a ton of wizards, like Night Haunt, it's a good one for them. Night Haunt doesn't have a ton of wizards. Night Haunt's got like good. three. Well, they have, I mean, they have Lady Olinder. They've got, you know. And Rikinor, And then they've got like two other and then, dudes. And then, and then the caster dudes. I, I, I think this is a good one for them. Hmm. Uh, so what else? What it's else in here is, is it's good for Zinch too? Because I was thinking about this. Because uh, now you don't. Because now there's like two ways to get rerolls for your. This wizard. is the Zinch. This is the the Zinch episode here. Thanks to you now. <laughs> um. Uh. Next one, Emerald Life Swarm. Um. So it changed a little bit. So now it only heals you after it moves. It used to heal you when you set it up. And then after it moved, so you could heal twice with the. Now it only heals once. So it got a little, okay. it got, it got a little nerf. That's okay. It was probably too good All before. Right. Uh, Geminids, me, malevolent maelstrom, me. I don't know. Yeah, but Pris- okay. Purple sun. Let's talk about no, this I, because I, I think. Oh well, I think prismatic palisade is a really good one now. Remember, Prismatic Palisade was kind of like a goofy kind of thing where it's like, you have to draw a one millimeter line between this and that. If you crosses over this thing, you can't see. Now it's just... It's basically a wall. Yeah, but now, if you're within six inches of it, you just can't shoot. <laughs> That's it. Okay, and then wait a minute. Add three inches to the range of this ability at the start of each <laughs> yeah. battle round after the turn it was summoned. Right. So you have to take a wizard and take time to get rid of this thing. Yeah. So that's a cool spell. Yeah. I'll drop that in the middle of your stupid elf army. Yes. And then you got to take time to get rid of it. Yes. Oh. Yes. It's a, this is a good one. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Because otherwise it goes six inches, then it's the yeah. nine inches the next uh, Every, battle round, uh, 12 each inches. Ba- each battle round. Yeah. So... At the beginning, so battle round one, two, three, four, five. So it could it could be a max. It could go up to I guess an extra. 12 and it's not inches, predatory. Right? So if I it just, just it doesn't there. move, right. I just drop it in your backfield, and you either ignore it or eventually you're not casting magic. Yeah. I suppose if you don't have magic or a lot of magic, it doesn't matter. Right. But then I wouldn't have cast it if you know. Yeah, I mean, this would be imagine like just dropping this, like moving up a wizard, and then just dumping it in front of a KO player. <laughs> like here you go. Well, it's funny because it's uh, <laughs> it's got a range of eight inches, right? Yeah. Well, so that's you got to run up and tr- range, yes, yeah. yeah. But you got to run up and you got to drop it within yeah. like eight inches of yourself. So you got to get away after that. Because well, I mean, because but how casting works is casting is in the hero phase. You have to set right. it up a little bit. You can't move and then do it. You have to like right. Be what there I'm saying already. is, once yeah. you, you you're not going to cast it in your own backfield. No. You're going to have to get your guy up there, get ready to cast it. Once you drop it, you got to get away. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I like All this right. One. Purple Sun. 
Yeah, I used it on my on Sunday. Is I it as bad it as everybody room. says? I'm assuming it's as bad as everybody oh, says. Or they wouldn't say it. It's awesome. I had it. I okay. I use. I had it in my eternal conflagration army because of its main ability, where you subtract one from save. So yeah, so it got uh, its range increased by two inches. It subtracts one from save rolls for attacks made against units within six of the end of the spell. And when it moves, you roll a dice for each unit within three inches at the end of its move. And on a one, it's just dead. <laughs> it dies. Roll a dice for each unit. So it'll just... Okay, but... Well, that's not that great. I, okay. Look, In addition, there, roll look, a die for each unit look, there's within Archeon. three inches look, of there's the... there's Archeon here. Here's a purple sun. It's in th- three inches of you. D6, a one. Hooray, Archeon's gone. Oh, that's true. Now, <laughs> hey, but what about, I mean, there are like certain, like, you can't you can't do that to, uh, like, uh, to, uh, uh, Marathi Kane. No. Because, uh, like, a lot, of, a lot of these heroes have that rule. If it Correct. would just slay you outright, you yeah, just it does, take wounds it does, instead. It doesn't, it doesn't work on Marathi. I don't think, I don't think it works on Kragnos either. Minus right? one for save rolls. Yeah, that's why. Might that's not work why on Kragnos. That's why it's super cool. I think it's got the minus one save rolls. Unless you're Night Hunt, who don't Unless you're care. Night Hunt. Who don't care. <laughs> right. So in a Night Hunt army, this this thing is sweet. You I, will be, I will be painting mine finally and yeah, adding it to my Night Hunt you army. You literally just plop it in the middle of your army and just you just move up next. You're like, whatever. We don't care. It's only affecting you. And if it takes I mean, out some I mean, guys yeah. along the way. I, I killed a beast of Nurgle with it. I rolled a one. No, and, that's great. Boop. There he went away. Like cool. I got. I guess I'm, I got I a shot. I'm, I got a shot to take out the great unclean one with it, but I didn't get him. Unfortunately, I just feel like as I'm reading this, it seems good, but not as great as the hubbub that everybody is making of it. But, but I mean, what do I know? It's such a feel bad, though. You know what I mean? It's Minus like, one to save. I mean, I suppose if you're getting a ton of attacks and you got these big units and you're coming in with your guys, and now minus one to your save. Yeah. I mean, well, think about what I was doing with my flamers. So, here's my flamers. I have nine of them. I'm mm-hmm. shooting at a unit of whatever. I was, shoot- I was uh-huh. shooting at the Blight Lords, the guys on the flies. I got right. nine flamers shooting at them. I've got my fate master standing there next to him. He uses command ability, so I'm re-rolling all my hits with the flamers. That's what the fate master does. They hit on fours. Okay. Hit on fours. Re-rolling. They're in eternal conflagrations. They already have minus one rend. They're within three inches, six inches of the purple sun. So now they're at minus one armor. So they're effectively at minus two armor, and I'm plus one to wound because I'm within nine inches of my lord of change. <laughs> That's the combo that I was going for, and it's cool, but it, you know, it's it's not quite good enough, unfortunately. No, uh, it's pretty cool. It's, I, it's I, I pretty, can see why people like it. It's pretty sweet, but yeah, I'm, and that's why. But the but the after that's the plus one say if that's all it did, I think I'd be happy with that. But the fact that it could just kill something on an instant roll of a one is. That's what people are complaining about. Oh, sure. I mean, I get this up close to your characters. It's yeah. in trouble. And oh, it yeah. is predatory. So, so yeah. Yeah, you roll a one. Because you move it. it. It has an effect on every in every magic phase. My phase and your phase. So, unless, if you yep. don't... And it's, a, and, it, and it's cast on an eight. So, it's not super easy to get rid of. That's true. Yeah. 
and you have to you know you have to take you have to use up a spell to get rid of it or you know what I mean yeah so it's <laughs> it's awesome and nasty and you'll see it in every tournament list <laughs> maybe oh sure um anything yeah. else we want to talk about yeah I mean in these Ravenex is awesome now <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Uh, <laughs> moved 3D6 inches and can fly. You can re-roll the dice that determines how far it moved if it was summoned. In, so if I summon it and I roll the dice to move it and I don't like it, I can re-roll that. Okay. Yeah. After it's moved, pick a unit that has any models it passed across or is within an inch of it when it ends movement on a two-up. Mm-hmm. If the roll for the endless spells move was greater than the unit's move characteristic. Mm-hmm. The unit suffers a tumble equal to... So it moves 3d6. And if yeah. you manage to roll like a 15 or something... Yeah. And then you pick a unit it went past or a unit it stops by mm-hmm. on a two-up, the difference between that and its wounds... Movement characteristic. So I rolled a 15 in that stupid one-wound unit. No, movement, char- 14. movement characteristic. Oh, okay. Between the move characteristic. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's not oh, as bad. Oh, okay, oh, I totally well. misread that. Depends on what it is. Blight Kings move four. Yeah, that's true. Annihilators move four. Fire Slayers are slower than Christmas. And 3D6, I'm going to average a 10. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. No. I'm not complaining about that. No. Not a bit. You, you spike no. that roll, and you roll like a 17. <laughs> like, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> you can do it to characters, right? I think you can do it to characters. Why not? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't yeah. see why not. Yeah. You got a movement of six, and I roll a an eleven. That's five mortal wounds. <laughs> all right, uh, it's, it's super cool. I like that one. And the other cool, yeah. And then also, endless spells take up space. You can't like these big ones, like rat, the gnashing jaws and purple sun. Like you can't like you can move through them, but you can't. I think you can move through endless spells. But you can't land well, on they can, endless spells. Yeah, I don't know. They fly. They can move through you. They can I move mean, through you. I, 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 I don't I, think I, you can I've unless you can it, fly as well. I, I've seen it played both ways. I'm not quite sure which one is the right one. Maybe somebody can tell us. I don't feel like looking it up right now. Not me. I know. Uh, you, I know. You, I know. You can't obviously be in the same space as an endless spell. But I thought I'm pretty. Sure, uh, Suffocating grave tide roll the num- roll for the number of models on a six it takes a mortal wound that's if it, for a horde that's pretty good yeah it's a meh. uh burning head meh. can do d three mortal wounds that's cool it's good for slanesh what about the spell portal spell portal is pretty Is much any the, good? It's the same pretty much okay except you can't cast endless spells through it. Uh, they can move. Yeah, but you can, and then the spell you, can move through, but you can't cast one through. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but not in. Okay, Soul Scream yeah. Bridge. Right. Still pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Okay, so there we go. That's uh. And then uh, the Louch on the Soul Seeker. He can only transport wizards now. Oh really? Yeah. So there's some talk so he, about what about a unit of wizards? Can a unit of wizards 
I would think so. Because it's a keyword wizard. And if the unit's a wizard. Yeah. Oh, great. So that just made, that just, that means he works really well for um, Realm Lords. Yeah. Yeah. Lumineth and like Arcanites can do it. You have to, there's, there, I've seen all kinds of like weird charts where people have to get their whole unit within three inches of this thing. <laughs> It's like if you put your unit just oh, like those this. charts where they've got the circle and it's like yeah, it's good. yeah. you can get this many models in. People have made templates, <laughs> oh, little yeah. MDF templates. Oh yeah. All right. So, is there anything in the? Uh, is there anything in the core rules? No, no core mm-hmm. rule major mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the so other that's... the only other real thing to talk about would be the battle plans, and honestly, just. There's so many of them. Just read them. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know what? Let's take a break. We got to take our last break here, and because yeah. I need I need a minute, and I'm freaking out because I don't know where that stupid points thing is. So I want to go look on my bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a little final thoughts and a wrap up of the show. And I swear to God, I hope this show works. I hope this works. I hope this I, works. I think it's going to be cool. It may be the greatest episode ever. It's not, (laughs) but it's possible. All right, we'll be back. Cool. There's always something happening at Crognards. That's right, friends. Crognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So, do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Hello. Hey. Um... So that's the that's the general's handbook. Really different game all of a sudden. Yeah, it's really it, it, when you're li- building your list now, it, you got to think about this stuff. But like, who do you want to be bounty hunters? Who do you want to be, you know, Galician veterans? Like, are you going to take, you know, I, I, like what's what are you trying to do? Like I, like I'm struggling with it. I feel like. I want to have like my battle line just be like all shooters, so that they just don't get slaughtered when they get it. You know, if somebody touches them, that's a bounty hunter. And then I think I want my bounty hunters to be just these 
beat sticks who are just going to go, you know, in small units of like multi wound guys on like 40 mil bases just going up there, just crushing stuff, you know? I think you're mistaken on that because let's face it, your shooters aren't very defensive. And all I got to do is get to them. And if they're already going to be in trouble, but here's the thing: from who, bounty hunters being well, a regular unit, how you get to get to them? You're going to have to go through my bounty hunters, and if you're going to try to do that with your Galician veterans, my bounty hunters are going to smoke those guys. Uh, unless I just jump my bounty hunters over there, I, because I, I've, I mean, true, so many armies true. can just teleport stuff right, over. Right. So I feel like the strategy I, I'm thinking is going to be like which three units are your bounty hunters i need to kill them first those are my oh priorities, yeah right yeah 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 because as Agreed. soon as the bounty hunters all die then you can you know then you can play a little more freely with your galician veterans oh yeah i don't know i don't know either but i'm, I'm excited for what i'm reading here it seems pretty cool all right i think we're done are we done i, I think, think we're so done. yeah this is good all right, so if we're done, then uh, we should probably thank the sponsors. That includes Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Squared Studios, and Grognard Games. And um, ugh, we also should thank the Patreon patrons. And I don't have the list of all the associate producers and regular producers, but guys, you know who you are. You know that everything... Hey, this episode is even being recorded right now. Because of you guys. Yeah. So thank you so much. I've got like six days to get two episodes out to, to have not. Hey, man, we have not missed our two episodes a month quota in 13 years almost. I don't <laughs> plan to start now. 300 some odd episodes if you include the garage gamers and stuff. I'm not playing around, man. I'm going to make sure this happens. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. So when we come back, it's going to be the Sylvaneth. Yeah. Have you gotten your lore read up? Because, man, I'm enjoying this one, oh, too. Oh, I like it, yeah. The, the lore on this is so good. Alarial is so awesome. Yeah. All right. So, folks, I guess we're wrapping it up, and uh, we will be back with uh, more goodness in August, and hopefully by then everything will be back to normal. Good gravy. All right, folks. So until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. Oh, Sigmar!